we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Information is free. The law There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my god. That's hot. But mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of The Critic Cast. The name is Larry, and it's such a pleasure being with you. Yes, again, yeah, I enjoy this. I love it. It's like my therapy. At the time, they get to lock off. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about uh, what I'm talking about this week. We're going to talk about that child prostitution situation. I know everybody's catching feelings. I want to talk about that. And then in the third segment, reasons from women that I read up on online why they would never get married again. And there's some very interesting one from eight women that actually got married. But first of all, let's talk about uh, that ridiculous decision by the Zimbabwe Football Association. Now, there's this player by the name of Dubai Pupai, plays for Dynamos. Now, he headbutted people. There's a, a, a player called Peter Madua, right? Headbutts him. It, it's clear. It's it's like clear as day. And uh, you wake up a couple of hours later after he's gotten his red card, and uh, the Zimbabwe Football Association tells us, well, we've decided we don't want to punish him anymore. We're going to take that red card away. Why? Because there was a lot of noise over there. You know, there was a lot of fights there. So because of a lot of fights, we're not pick and choose and say, no, okay, we should have punished everybody or punished nobody. That should have been the situation. So he doesn't have the red card anymore. But I'm hearing from the from the Dynamo's camp that, uh, you know, out of honor, because this guy was clearly headbutted as an opponent, they're not going to play him, especially against Caps this weekend. Uh, what else can you talk about? The Zimbabwe women's cricket. Yeah, shout out to them. They're doing very well out in Namibia. They're trying to qualify for the Women's T World T20. It's like the World Cup of 2020 cricket. What else can we talk about? Uh, that model from South Africa who got a guy by the name of Tarim Mzara, who is a uh, Tarim Mzara, who is a beauty pageant director. Remember that story about the guy who got arrested, the Zimbabwean guy who got arrested out in Malaysia. Well, she's come out. Uh, she claimed at some point that you know that you was, there was some sex trafficking ring that was taking place, and this guy got arrested. He's a Zimbabwean, and um, she was she was whisked off to South Africa, and you know South Africa's uh, police minister made a big deal out of it. Turns out, well, she was lying. Yeah, so that situation's gone south south a bit. So the carnival was on. And uh, Zodwa Babantu did not come through because, well, I suppose you can't have the carnival thing happening on the street outside and Zodwa Babantu in, inside. So that could have been the reason why. Possibly the reason why. Stunners dropped his new album. It's called uh, Stray Bullet. They came out this past week. There was a party out at uh, Pablo's. Yeah, so that sort of happened. And then he, the night before... He had released his album at, uh, what's the name of this place? Uh, what's the name of this place? Whew. Uh, Alliance Francaise. Yeah, he was at Alliance Francaise where he released his album. Yeah, it's Larry, listen to the Critic House.
talk about random sounds. So good news is that I am going to be the first Zimbabwean to take part in the International Podcast Day that's taking place on the 30th of September. So I'm going to speaking on the podcast day, but uh, I'm going to let this jingle tell it a little bit more, but I'm excited. The 30th of September. And that'll be the day after I've spoken at Shawcourt this year's opening speech that I'm giving out, the opening talk, as they call it. So I'm pretty excited. First Zimbabwean ever to speak at the International Podcast Day. This is what they're up to. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. Head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Then use hashtag International Podcast Day to join the conversation. You can reach out and connect with other podcasters, listeners, and your favorite podcast hosts. Remember September 30th, International Podcast Day, a day-long celebration of the power of podcasts. So there you have it. I will be speaking, as I said, on International Podcast Day, the 30th of September, between midday and 1 p.m. Uh, Zimbabwe time. But now back to the stories that are making the news. Ah, the story is just depressing. It's, it's yeah, the child prostitution rank. Yeah, of course, people are going to say, oh, you should call it child abuse. Come on, guys. The moment it's a child and prostitution in the same phrase is already abuse. So there's no need to be pedantic. And that's the thing that has disappointed me about the reaction to this tragedy that's happening, that's unfolding out in Epworth and other places across the country, really. Everybody's obsessed about definitions. Everybody's obsessed about, oh, how so-and-so hurt my feelings by saying this. And, oh, no, so-and-so. Meanwhile, Rome is burning. Like, seriously. You go into town at night, okay, in Harare, at least, in the CBD. You find little girls on the streets, uh, you know, by the fire with little boys. What do you think happens when you walk away to your life? When you pass by, uh, you know, second, uh, by, by, what's this, um, you know, first street there. There's those kids, kids there asking you for money. And it's like 9 p.m., 10 p.m., what you think is going on? Well, I mean, we need to be realistic about what's going on. In reality, I think we're abdicating from responsibility. Even if it's not something we can do, like something you can do big, big. I mean, I was talking on Twitter the other day about how we just abdicated from responsibility to take care of children. And even our own children, we don't really sit down and take care of our children anymore. And I know a lot of people that don't really have a relationship with their children. And, you know, sometimes it just takes one person to say no. Imagine those neighborhoods where teenagers are having sex. Somebody should be saying no, no, kid, no. That's that's abuse of children. You know what I mean? They shouldn't be getting to that point. And this story is all over the place. You go to the growth points, you grow all over the place. I know the government is reacting this way, but that's the government. But I mean, I want this for a second to just say, forget about the government for a second. Let's talk about ourselves. What are we doing to help the vulnerable? Like, what did you do today? You know, I don't know. It's just, it's just really demoralizing. It's not demoralizing that I'm doing something about it. And shout out to people of called and say, let's do something. But in reality, we have to get to that human, humane place that we have.
where we actually do something about situations, not just be excited about the fact that we can tweet about it, we can talk about it, we can we can get uh, people to you know print banners and you know and all that other stuff. At the end of the day, lives have to be saved, and that's the biggest thing. And you know they're not going to be saved by 140 characters. It's not going to happen. Twitter in Zimbabwe has got like 30,000 people. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen with 140 characters. It's got, it's got to be people leaving their homes. Or if it's not leaving your home, you, just, you stay in a block of flats and you know there's a situation next door that just doesn't look proper. And you know it's not proper. What are you doing about it? And more often than not, nowadays, it's like, that's not my problem. But that's a child. You're supposed to do something about it and you know no excuses anymore because it's not like we're living at a point where we need the government to shape up the government to shape up and have money in 10 years time what happened to the what happens to the three-year-old is vulnerable now who takes care of them and what future we're we trying to take them to we just need to do better I mean, this stuff has happened in our generation. Yes, there was stuff that happened before, but, you know, we should be doing better. We should be making kids feel safer in this world. Just, you know, take the other option. Instead of saying it's not my problem, remember, every child is everyone's child. So when people get divorced, they always think they could do better. Some people think so. I don't know. Apparently not so much because now I'm going to go through uh, what some women say is the reason why they'll never get married again. And this is, I got it off, got it off men's health. So don't, don't ask me why I was looking for it. But actually there's a reason why I got a couple of friends again, divorced and so forth. I mean, the question is, would you get married again? And these are the, the answers of some of them. One of them was like, uh, one and uh, one and done. In essence, she says, I got married once in my 20s and that was more than enough. It's a, it was a great experience planning the wedding and then after the wedding, figuring out how to spend every day and night with the same person. Sounds like a lot of work, right? Well, it was. And that's why I didn't, it didn't work out. That's also why I will never do it again. Uh, someone else said, uh, more weddings, more problems. I've been married twice. The first time I had a great giant wedding with over 200 people. The second time I had just uh, 50 people. Both times I realized that weddings are the perfect place to, uh, for drama to rise for, to the surface. I had screaming matches with friends, family members, and even vendors that I had hired. The next one is just, just pocket the cash instead. Getting married is expensive and getting divorced is even more expensive. I'd rather save the money and use it to go on a really exotic vacation so the next man I fall in love with. I think we can have a really great relationship together without tying the knot. And then uh, someone else says, uh, after being married for seven years, I'm actually eager to spend the next couple of years on the prowl. I'm still young and I know that. So I can't say I'll never get, ever get married again. But right now, it's just not something I want. Not at all. Actually, thinking about it makes me feel nauseous. The fifth reason was uh, trapped in matrimony. She, this uh, woman says, marriage is like a period at an end of a sentence. It feels so final and permanent. Of course, you can get a divorce, and I think, and I did when my first marriage failed, failed, 
but I was never able to take a deep breath in my marriage, so I felt too, uh, so stuck always. I was, I want an easy way out next time. And then another one is, um, it's a matter of trust. I was married and he cheated on me. It's not easy for me to trust the other guys right now. So I've put myself in a marriage embargo. My views on spending forever with one person are a little fuzzy at the moment. I'm just not interested in dating anyone too seriously ever again, or at least not for right now. And also another reason was it's hard to get break the news. I got married in June last year and we separated just after, just after two months. It was uh, so embarrassing to have to tell everyone who came to our wedding and got us a gift that we were breaking up. I don't want to put my friends and family through the roller coaster over ever again. I could elope if I were, um, if I ever I met someone I wanted to marry, but I think I'd be okay if we didn't sign a marriage license and spent our lives together as boyfriend and girlfriend. And the, the second last final reason, not the final, was a marriage doesn't change anything. The first guy I married wasn't a good match for me, and I knew that before I walked down the aisle. If anything, marriage makes just makes your relationship harder and more expensive to leave. I don't see any benefits from getting married ever again. I just 29. And finally, from a 34-year-old, he says, well, the truth is I can remarry, but I can't remarry because I never got officially divorced. I don't plan on ever getting back with my ex, but I haven't. I've just procrastinated hiring lawyers and uh, filing for the divorce. This complicates things, and it's just uh, easier to swear off the marriage. So those are reasons why some people just felt like, you know, I tried it once, and I'm not going to do it again. And I've come across a couple of my friends who are like, I'm just not into monogamy. That was, that was another thing. It's just like, you know, I just couldn't, I didn't want to cheat. or And also, or someone said I got tired of cheating. So I just decided that, you know, I need to end the marriage because, you know, I'm tired of cheating and I just want to be out there and my conscience is free. And, you know, I don't feel like, you know, first dates when you're dating somebody and you're not going to check your fart and that sort of thing. I don't know. But it's, it's that sort of thing. Uh, whatever the reason is, I think at the end of the day, we're all looking for happiness. And sometimes we, we stop looking for it because we think something else outside of us has become more important than our happiness. And sometimes that thing is a marriage where you start pouring your soul into it when you really are not into it anymore. Like you just feel trapped because you're too embarrassed to tell family members to say, okay, you know, I'm reloaded. And that sort of thing. So, I don't know. All I say is advice is just do whatever it takes to find your happiness. You've only got one life that we know of. Uh, if there's another life in the future, at least, you know, if it turns out that other one sucks, at least try your best to enjoy this one. And that's it for this week's episode of the Quidditcast. Get in touch with me on Twitter at Quidditai and just by email info at larryquidditai.com. Also, don't miss an episode of the Quidditcast. It's available of the iTunes uh, store and just look for Quiddicast and subscribe. Uh, look for the RSS feed on iono.fm and subscribe there as well so you won't miss an episode of the Quiddicast. And then also remember that uh, Quiddicast is also on, um, what's the name of that? There's One Radio News. Yeah, we're also on there. And uh, catch me on ZFM Stereo every Tuesday uh, between 8.30 and 9 p.m. And every Wednesday between uh, 7.30 and 
on 8.30 to 9 p.m. is a show called Health Talk. Uh, well, not Health Talk, Health Matters. And uh, on uh, Wednesday is a show called Media Platform. Yeah, and remember, the, the the Criticast is a product of Three Men on a Boat Publishing. Yeah, with that, I, I just leave you with a message. Yeah, it's a simple message. Uh, you can't please everyone, so stop trying to please everyone. It's been Larry. It's been the Criticast. Take care of yourself. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?